All right, this is it. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 249 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. you guys doing? You guys doing okay? I'm doing great. I feel I feel good. I feel rested. I'm off today from work. I took a day off, PTO. Well, actually, it's floating holiday probably because you have to use the floating holidays first. Those you can't carry over. You use them or you lose them. Everybody knows this. This is a common knowledge. You use your floating holidays first and then you go into your PTO. I mean, come on. Anyway, Tony's off on Wednesdays. I took today off, which is also Wednesday, because we have something going. We're 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 working on something. We got a household project going on, so that's what we're doing. She's out shopping at this point, grocery store and all that, sh- all that all that shite. And I'm uh, I'm just powering up for the day, having some coffee. You know, I sleep in a little bit later than she does. She gets up at uh, I don't know four in the morning, and I get up. Uh, you know, six, seven hours later. <laughs> that might be a slight exaggeration, but not much. Hang on a second. Ooh, that's some of that eight o'clock coffee. We 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 obliterated that big can of Costco coffee that we bought a couple weeks ago. Me and the um, older boy, man, we put a hurting on that shit. That stuff's gone. Tony's like, "Are you serious? We just bought like a giant canister." That stuff's gone already. <laughs> I don't know. We drink a lot of coffee. Anyway, so um, I told you guys about this dishwasher issue we had where the guy's like, who put this thing in here? Who installed this? I'm like, I don't know, man. What am I, a historian? How the hell? I don't know. And um, he's like, there, there's way too much hose. There's too, There's a length. It's ridiculous, the length of hose. The thing should be beside the sink. Anyway... And all this stuff. It's like bitching up a storm. I said, I don't, I don't I don't know. He goes, dishwashers are supposed to be right beside the sink. They shouldn't be around the corner, down the block, <laughs> you know. And um, he goes, they got twice as much hose in there. Every inch of hose is just another opportunity to get clogged, like all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know. He goes, I'm going to have to order some parts, and I'll have to come back. So he came back the other day. And he pulled the entire dishwasher out of there. He yanked the whole thing out of there. He had some, uh, he had some kid with him. I don't know. I mean, people, I can't. You know, Tony was talking. To me, we were talking about that the other day, about how young people see somebody over the age of like I don't know, 45, 40, I don't know, and they just see like an old, broken down old man. You know, they see some hundred year old man. Um, and she said, "Well, it's, it goes the same way." I, she said, "You you can't you don't know how old young people are." I said, "Well, you make a good point because everybody looks like they're twelve years old to me. Anybody sometimes I see people like, uh, you know, at a like at a bar or something like we go to a backyard alehouse or whatever. And there's somebody in there. I'm like, what is? How is that girl over there? Twenty one. I mean, there's no way. She looks like she's literally like fourteen. She looks like she's fourteen. 
She's over there, you know, or, you know, I see I see stuff like that all the time. I presume they're 21, right? I mean, these are not these are not shady places. I mean, they check IDs. I mean, this is a but I don't know. I can't I, I don't know. Everybody looks to me like they're 12, 14 years old if they're under the age of, I don't know, 25. <laughs> so I guess it happens on both ends of the spectrum, right? Like when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, do you mind if a student uh, observes? I'm like, oh, God. I'm inside my head. I'm like, yes, I do mind greatly. But um, and, but my my mouth says, no, that's cool. You know? And then there's some girl in there. She looks like she could, uh, you know, maybe she's in ninth grade, <laughs> you know, she's on the cheerleading squad, you know, and um, she's uh, they're watching me, uh, watching him like poke and prod at my bulbous, disgusting body. I was like, don't push too hard because it eh, might be a, like a, you might, you know, might trigger something, <laughs> you know. And um, but anyway, I don't know. I can't predict. So so I guess it happens on both ends. She makes a good point. You know, I don't like. She's always like challenging me. I don't know. Just let me bitch. Sometimes I just want to bitch. All right. Anyway, so this guy came in here and he, he he pulled the thing out, ripped all the hoses out. He said it was way too long. Put in new hoses. He threw the old hose in the floor. He goes, "Yeah, you can put that in the trash." I was like, "Oh, thanks. I appreciate." It. I mean, I don't know. It feels like you should do that, but uh, yeah, whatever. I'll take care of it. Yeah, you can just throw it in the trash. That's not needed anymore. It's like tossing it over his shoulder, basically. And then he, um, he, uh, you know, he. It, it didn't take him too long, and um, he was. Uh, he got it all set back up. And uh, he he ran it in a rinse cycle because the thing wasn't draining. There was like water standing in the in the bottom of it. it smelled like an open gaping anus. <laughs> I mean, it smelled terrible. There was like water, probably like food and you know particles of food and you know in the bottom of a dishwasher. It's disgusting. And there was like it wouldn't drain off, and that's because of that that hose was plugged up or something, and there was way too much of it. He said. So he got that thing. So he ran it in a rent cycle, and he goes, "Yeah, it's draining like a bastard now." He kept saying that over and over again, "Draining like a bastard now." He said that three times, and um, and then he goes, "Whoo, that thing's that doesn't smell too good." <laughs> he goes, uh, "You got any vinegar in here?" And he starts going through, like, I, I he starts going through my stuff, our, our stuff, you know. He goes, you got any vinegar? You got a bottle of vinegar in here? I said, I, so I opened this cabinet, you know, the, where we keep all our stuff. And um, and I said, well, how about pancake syrup? <laughs> he goes, oh, God, no. I was like, oh, I was joking, but whatever. But he starts going through our stuff. We got all these bottles and, like, spices and stuff sitting on the countertop. He starts ruffling through those things. He goes, here's some uh, rice vinegar. I don't know what the hell that is. He goes, uh, he goes, I'm just going to pour that in. He's like, takes the lid off. He doesn't ask permission. He goes, rice vinegar. I don't, I'm like, I don't know what that is either. I never heard of that before in my life. And he just like pours it, like, bloop, 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 you know, right into the thing, like the whole bottle. I told Tony later, I said, I hope that thing didn't cost like $9 or something, you know. She goes, I think it's like uh, 47 cents or something. I said, well, he poured the whole damn thing right into the dishwasher and slammed the door. And then he ran the rent cycle. He goes, I'll take care of that funk or something. I don't think he said funk, but you know. But um, anyway, 
that's quite a quite an ordeal. Seventy five dollars. I guess that's not too bad. Cost seventy five dollars just to walk through the door. I guess he didn't charge us anything else. He didn't even charge us for the part, right? I think it literally cost seventy five dollars for them to come walk through your front door. He had some humorless guy with him. I mean, I made a couple of jokes. I made a couple of wisecracks, and the guy's just like looking at me. You know, I don't know if he's a dullard or. If he's just all all plumbing business, there's no room for levity. It's all plumbing business all day long. But uh, anyway, I guess he didn't charge us anything for the part. He didn't charge us uh, whatever. He charged us seventy five dollars. Then it's draining like a bastard. He threw the old hose over his shoulder and says, "Yeah, you take that to the trash. I'm not doing it." You know. So anyway, <laughs> that happened. Um, let me tell you another story. Let me tell you another ridiculous story. The other day, I was off. It was Monday, my regular day off. I, I'm getting multiple phone calls from my job. I'm never not working. I mean, I might not be in the building, but I'm always connected to that place somehow through text messages, phone calls, uh, you know, what have you. So I, I, I had multiple phone calls throughout the day. And it was—it's irritating, you know. I mean, I don't—I—I I, I understand it goes with the territory, to a certain extent, right? I know when you sign up for this middle management bullshit that there's going to be annoyances round the clock, and I—and I—and I—I accept that, and I—and I roll with it. However, it feels like it's cranking up, and it feels like it's getting to the point where it's like all-encompassing. So, um, so anyway, I, I received multiple phone calls, and one of them annoyed me. Oh, when I think back on it, it still annoys me. So I was like whipped into a frenzy. <laughs> then I was going to go out, and I was going to buy my two $5 scratch-off tickets for the $5 scratch-off project, which, by the way, I'm two weeks in. So I'm buying $10 worth of $5. i am buying two $5 scratch-off tickets each week. So I'm spending the same amount of money as the $10 scratch-off project, but I'm getting twice the number of tickets. We're going to see if that does any better. I'm going to do that for a year, too. All right, I'm two weeks in. You want to know how much you know where I stand? I've spent $20, and I'm down $20. <laughs> so starting out really well. Whew. Anyway, so I went out. I was going to go buy my $10 scra- or my two, my two $5 scratch-offs. I was whipped into a frenzy uh, from a frequent or a, a recent. That's what it was. A recent phone call, work related. So I, I went. I went over to Sheets and I used their ATM. I have to get cash out of their ATM. Their money for nothing ATM. It's a. It's a. It has no uh, any kind of fees. Because my bank is in California, and any any ATM around here that you use, there's a big old, big fat-ass fee attached to it. Except for there, at Sheets, you can just go in there and get your money out, and it doesn't cost a cent. And it has written all over it, you know, all over the sides of it and everything, money for nothing. <laughs> so I went in there to do that. All right, so I go, I go in there, there's some large woman a hefty stout woman with a with a kid hanging off of her like a koala bear standing in front of the ATM and she's like she's all, all I hear is beep beep 
I'm like, what in the living shit? When I go, when I do go to the, when I go to the ATM, I punch three but buttons, or as they say up here, buttons. I, I push three buttons. <laughs> She's like, beep beep, beep. And it just goes on and on. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I'm about ready to have a stroke. You know, I'm I'm already whipped into a full frenzy, and this woman's sitting there beeping her ass off, and I'm like, what in the living shit? I'm like gesticulating, sighing, shaking my head. And then she finally she finally waddles away. And um, there's some guy standing there, you know, standing nearby. And I turned to him, I said, I thought I thought she was like like applying for a mortgage or something. And um he goes, What? I'm gonna forget it. God is this something story with this guy? Something I it felt like something might have been askew with this guy, right? I, he looked normal, but I, I tried to make a little joke, you know, an, an exasperated joke. I said, was she applying for a mortgage or something? You know, something along those lines, something to do with a mortgage. <laughs> he goes, what? You know, anyway, I said, whatever. So I go over there and I start uh, punching in my three but I push my three buttons and... um. This guy walks over here, that walks over to me, my new friend, apparently. Like, I made a tactical error, even making eye contact with this guy. Something something was off about him. He goes, hey, uh, you think you could uh, let me have $5? I said, what? No, no. No? He goes, no? I said, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Is that harsh? I said, what the hell? The guy was standing there scratching off lottery tickets when I walked in. All right. So I walked past him. He's standing there on top of the ice cream cooler, scratching off a stack of lottery tickets, right? And um, and then he asked me for $5. I'm not giving him any money. I got my own lottery problems, you know? I'm not, I'm not supporting the, you know, if the guy needed, if he legitimately needed money for food or something, I might be willing to help him out. But I'm not, I'm not buying some, some weirdo, skulking weirdo in a sheets so he can buy another $5 scratch off. No way. I said, no, not going to happen. It's like really blunt. I give him no, you know, usually people are like, nah, I'm sorry. I don't have any money or something standing in front of an ATM. (laughs) And, um. But um, I'm like, no, not gonna happen. So the guy just walked away. So then I get my two, I get my two. Well, no, okay, I got my ten dollar bill, and then I go to the Sunoco station up the block. That's where I buy my lottery tickets from a human being. I don't like buying them out of out of a machine if I can help it. You know, I like to, I prefer to purchase them from a human being. I go in there. Uh, I say I want two five dollar scratch off tickets, and she she said which ones? I said that's up to you. It's completely up to you. And she goes, um, okay, I'm gonna give you one of these. And I said, no, 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 no. They they have to be the same, <laughs> two of the same. She was like, Phew. she gave me this look like, you know, it's up to me. Apparently, it's not so up to me after all, is it? So. So she gives me, she rips off two of them, hands them to me, and this guy comes busting through the door. He goes, he goes, Christ, smells like gasoline in here. And I said, it's a gas station, you know. 
And the guy's head whipped around like, who's this guy? I'm not talking to this guy, you know? And um, he just, like, looked at me like, you know, he was, like, weighing his options, you know, on what to do. But I think I was vibrating at a frequency of I will burn you to the I will burn you to the ground. You know, I think I was I was I, I was so whipped into a frenzy that I had these uh, waves of don't even, you know, I will burn you down. <laughs> the guy's just like he's, he just dropped it. So then I went home and I scratched those things off and I lost, you know, both of them were losers. Man, what am I doing what Tony's like? You need to stop this. You need to pull the plug on this. This is garbage. I said, I know, but I want to. I'm doing science. I'm doing a scientific. You know, uh, this is science. You know, trust the science. That's what I said. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, so I'm only week. I'm only in week two, and I'm down twenty bucks. <laughs> I got fifty weeks to go. Oh God. Anyway, so that happened. Now all that shit happened. And um and then check this out. So the other night, Tony had to go out for something real quick. It was in the evening and um she ran out, she goes, Hey, by, why not, while I'm out I think she went to the store, I don't I don't remember, get a gallon of milk or something. She goes, While I'm out, can you uh move your car to the street? She's all or she was I mean, we have four cars in her driveway, people leaving different times of day. I mean, we all live lead these different schedules and everything. People are leaving. So she's always, like, running, you know, running this through her head and, you know, where the cars need to be, you know, in the morning and all this stuff. She goes, um, while I'm gone, move your car to the street, and then when I get back, park behind me. You know, move it. Then I'm like, ah. Whatever. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever she says, you know, she she knows better. You know, I, I'm not even thinking that far ahead. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. So she she leaves. She she goes to the store or wherever she went. And I went out there and do as I'm told. And um, I park, I pull. I'm just wearing like sweatpants, flip flops. You know, I put my jacket on my hoodie because it's freaking cold. But I'm wearing flip flops. I don't. I don't have time to be putting on shoes and stuff. I'm just moving my car, right? So I park. I pull out of the driveway, and I park it in a way. I made a tactical error. I parked my car in a way that the driver's side was up against the the yard, right? So I didn't, I wasn't thinking. You know, I mean, I'm, I know you might find this hard to believe, but I I wasn't thinking. I didn't think it through. So I parked the car that way, and I and I step out of my step out into the front yard where there's a snowpack that's been there for weeks and it's like I don't know I don't know if it's a foot deep but it's deep it's like probably like eight inches nine inches deep and I got flip-flops on right <laughs> so I step into the I step into the yard and I've got flip-flops on my feet sink all the way down I'm like oh what the and I start walking, and my feet are sliding underneath the snow, you know, like it sinks all the way to the ground and then slides ever so slightly. And I'm windmilling my arms trying to keep my balance. I'm almost falling down. The, the, the yard's not exactly flat anyway. And I'm like, you know, yelling profanity. And then I, 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 by the time I get to the driveway, which has been shoveled, it's clear. By the time I walk across the 
across the corner of the yard, you know, um, to the driveway, safe land, dry land. Uh, both of my both flip flops are gone. <laughs> They've been completely sucked off my feet. <laughs> They're gone. They're completely gone. My my toes are like I. I mean, it's only been seconds. Like the the the, the frostbite is already starting to kick in. You know, I walked I walked a length. You know, barefoot through through snow. So I went into the house, and um, let my feet. You know. You know, regain regular temperature, and um, um, so then Tony came in a few minutes later, and and the older boy came in too, coming home from work. So they both came in roughly the same time, and um, I told them the story, and um, there Tony's like, "You are, you're stupid, you're an idiot." <laughs> like, whoa, 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 you know, idiot. Huh. And I mean, it might, it might be accurate, but you don't need to be shouting it. And um, she goes, "What? Who goes out in the snow with flip flops on?" And um, I mean, she was like incredulous. She was like, "What are you doing? What? What are you thinking?" You know. And um, she goes, "If you if you'd have been rolling around, wallowing around in the front yard when I pulled up, I would have never stopped laughing." I said, "Well, I came I came very close to because I, I the thing was sliding around. I was uh, I was like." I was like windmilling my arms. I was like one of those guys that walks across the Grand Canyon on a wire. <laughs> That's what it looked like. So uh, anyway, um, she goes, "Where, where are the, where's the flip flops?" I said, "I don't know. They're out. They're out there somewhere. What? We'll, we'll find them in spring. <laughs> I don't know where they are." And um, the older boy goes, "Oh my God!" He goes out there with a flashlight. He goes out in the front yard with a flashlight. And shines it down inside all of my footprints <laughs> where I'm leading from my car to the driveway, and he finds both of them. And um, he said there he goes when he came back. He goes the things were all the way to the to the ground and pushed forward. He goes so they weren't straight down. They were like they were down and then forward under the snow. So the front of the flip flop was like completely under the snow. And then the back of it was like, you know, in, in inside the footprint, if you understand what I'm saying. So anyway, he went out with a flashlight, shined it down inside my footprints, and um, recovered both flip-flops. And, um, you know, I got called an idiot and a fool and um, other things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what? it feels like you're just going to be out there for a second. You just got to move your car to the street. You don't need to get all dressed up and trussed up in a... And a bunch of you know winter clothing, flip flops fine. Generally speaking, although I think I did fall down. Didn't I fall down in the summer because of a flip flop getting stuck on a stair steps or something? And I and I did a, like a full. I fell full on my shoulder <laughs> in the yard. It feels like I might have. It feels like these flip flops are uh, a dangerous, dangerous thing. But anyway, that happened the other night. It never ends over here. So, I got a couple other other things for you. But um, so, on the Beatles channel, there's this uh, they they have this feature on there called My Fab Four, where you can uh, where they where just you know average shit kickers like me can play their four favorites or four 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 Beatles songs that they like. And they tell stories in between, right? 
they tell they they describe why they like the song, why it means something to them, you know, that kind of stuff. So some of them are sappy as shit. It's just people, you know. It's just people that are fans of the Beatles. They're not any anybody special, right? So I thought I'd like to get in on that shit, you know. I think I could tell some stories, you know. I mean, you know, I don't, I, so so I, they have a website called myfab4.net or something like that. I went on there and applied, asked a bunch of questions and stuff. If I, I hope I get chosen. I'm gonna try. I'm, I want to do my Fab Four on there. I was listening to it the other day. I was listening to the Beatles channel, and they had one of those on there. And they, this guy, I don't know his name, Ben from Oklahoma. This is Ben from Oklahoma on the Beatles channel, and this is my Fab Four. Except the thing was all scripted. He wasn't talking off the top of his head like I do here. <laughs> Everything was written out. You can tell he's just like reading off a paper. And it was like so overwritten and self-conscious. He was trying to use all these big words, you know. And he he mispronounced the word cacophony. He called it cacophony or some some shit like that. I mean, it was like wildly mispronounced. I knew this guy out in California. I think he's like a CEO or like a senior, like a general manager of some company now. He's like wildly successful. He tried to use these big words and he mispronounced them. Like he would read the word in a in a book or a magazine or whatever. But he so he he knew what the words meant, but he didn't know how to pronounce them because he'd never I guess he'd never heard anybody actually pronounce these words. And the word minutia, you know, he he used to use that word all the time. He goes, "I'm not going to get caught up. I'm not going to get bogged down in all the minute." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. Do you mean minutia? Because I think that's what you mean. Anyway, so I'm this is Ben from Oklahoma. I'm like, what the? This guy had like an accent, like something straight off a hee haw. But anyway, um, there's all kinds of people. A lot of them are like tied in with when I met my wife and all this. I mean, it's all this like sappy shit. But some of them are funny and, you know, it's just different. But, you know, each person has their own spin on it. Mine, I think, would be memorable. <laughs> I think I could tell some. I think I could do a good job with that. I hope they choose me. I have applied. I got a confirmation that my application is under review, and I might, at some day in the near future, be presenting my Fab Four on the Beatles Channel, Sirius XM Channel 18. I think. I listen to that shit all the time. I love that. It's like the best thing on there. You know. I mean, I do a great job with that channel. If you're a Beatles fan, man, they they are they they knock it out of the park on that channel. Whoever runs that thing does a great job. Anyway, and the, and finally, another old old man thing. I've mentioned before that I that there's um there's some channel called IMDb TV, and they have every episode. Well, almost every episode of Perry Mason, which I love. It's one of my favorite old TV shows. You know, I love it. Not only is it well acted and and uh, exciting and uh, well done and uh, well written and all that stuff, and but I also like the first half of the show. It it's an investigation where they're investigating a crime, usually a murder, you know, and it's like filmed out in you know it's not in it's not on some studio set or studio somewhere. It's like out in Los Angeles, you know, generally speaking. So you can see Los Angeles, you know, just normal, everyday Los Angeles in there. 1958, 1959, I, I love that kind of stuff. Like the old cars and the just the buildings, the way people dress, you know. 
I love that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's 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 good. Uh, it just it's like almost transports you back to a different time. I love it. I've always loved it. When I was a kid, I liked that show. I don't know why. It's not on the same. You know, it's it's a good. Sh- it's really well done. So anyway, every night when I get home from work, I watch one episode of Perry Mason. I started from the very first episode, and I'm. I mean, deep into season three at this point, and the, and the seasons are really long. When I said they have almost every episode, there's a couple that are missing. I don't understand that. It goes from, like, episode seven, episode nine. Like, wait a minute. What the hell happened to episode eight, you know? It's not on there. It's like, I'd say 98%, 99% of the episodes are on there. Why are there just, like, random episodes missing? But anyway, so I watch it every night, and I watch one episode every night, and I um, I watch it, and I enjoy it greatly. And then what I do after the show's over is I flip over to the IMDb page for that episode, that particular episode, and I start reading about it. And I, I one of the first things I do is I check all the actors that are involved in this thing, and I see when they died. First, I'm, I'm like, wonder if any of these people are alive. None of them. I mean, I, I have only once found somebody who was still alive, and that person played a, a teenager. I guess they were a teenager on the show. They're still alive, and she was like uh, born in the like late 30s or something. She was still around. She's old at this point, but anyway. So I looked to see when they died. If they died early, I read the background on it, look at what happened to them and stuff. Usually it's lung cancer. A lot of smoking going on back there, man. You know, in the 50s, like these people dying like like when they're 52 years old and stuff. They're all sucking cigs down like the, like, it's, like the Russians are in Pittsburgh, right? So anyway, so I read all about the actors because it's a different cast. I mean, it has the main people in it, but it's a different case every every week, you know? So I read about all those people. You know who was on there the other night? I was like, who is this guy? I recognize he seems familiar. Oh, that's right. That's Mr. Roper. <laughs> Mr. Roper from Three's Company. Anyway, um, he was on there. He had a little wispy mustache, sort of like John Waters. It wasn't a good look. But anyway, um, so I, I, I do that. And then there's a section down there that shows, uh, it tells about uh, trivia. Like, you'll notice that the car that... Perry was driving is not the same car, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like all this nerdy little like stuff in it. And then there's uh goofs like when um when when Della walks into the room, you know, there's a glass that's uh full, it's it's full of coffee, and then seconds later the the gl- or the cup is completely empty, you know, that kind of shit, you know, continuity and stuff. So I read all that. And then I read uh, reader reviews. There's like readers just like post their reviews on there, what they think of the episode. And that's what I do. It's a ritual. It's a it's a Perry Mason ritual that I do every night when I work. When I come home from work, I fire up one Perry Mason episode, and then I do a bunch of reading about it <laughs> afterwards. Tony says, you're a weird, you're a strange, strange man. I said, hey. I enjoy it. it. It brings me joy. I can't. What am I supposed to say about that? Big fan of Perry Mason. I watched that new one on HBO. Eh, didn't care for it. 
It's not the same. Try to make Perry a little edgier, you know, a modern twist. Not your father's Perry Mason. No, no. Or your grandfather's. Whatever. All right, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. I appreciate it. This was supposed to be a Patreon episode, and it is a Patreon episode. But I think I'm also going to release it over on the main network. I'm trying to get a... I don't want to say one final attempt, because that sounds kind of menacing. But I'm going to make another attempt to get this shit back online. Get back on track. I need the, the, the main network episodes to come out on Monday. I'm so far off that I... So instead of instead of like uh, having a giant gap between the uh, the main network episodes, I'm going to make this one a main network episode. At, in addition to it being a Patreon episode, then I'm going to record a new one on Friday, maybe Saturday morning. I don't know, and I hopefully have it up on Monday and then get back on track and then do the Patreon episode Thursday slash Friday. That's my attempt. That's my thinking. So. Thanks for your indulgence. I appreciate everything. And if you are already supporting my efforts over on Patreon, I appreciate it. If you're not, then I think you need to look at your... You need to re-examine your decision-making abilities. I mean, seriously. Why would you pass up the opportunity to have two of these a week instead of a measly one? I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom such a thing. But anyway... If you want to double down and you're not already, you can do it easily over at Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. It doesn't have to be $4. It can be any amount over $4. It can be $4 or any amount over it. I mean, it could be, I mean, I'm just throwing out numbers, $700 a month. That would also get it done. But at $4... It unlocks the uh, audio. You get an extra episode every week, and that's good value. Also, No New Jeff's, my monthly column over at Substack. February 1st, I I published a new one. I spent some time on it. I think it's pretty funny. I'm not getting a whole lot of feedback on it. See, that's the thing about when you try something new on the Internet. The first time out, everybody's excited, and they're like, I'm going to support this. This is good. This is something new, you know. You get a lot of feedback. And then the second one, eh, huge fall off. And then by the third one, eh, I got shit to do. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to incorporate this into my life. And that's where people quit. See, if you, but you got to push through that. You got to get under people's skin. It takes a long time, especially now. In the old days, it used to be a lot easier, but it's not anymore. But I'm going to keep going, whether or not people are reading it or not. I think the new one's pretty funny. I might be biased. And if you want to read it, it's completely free. There's no charge. A lot of those Substack people charge a fee. I don't. The address, nonewjeffs.substack.com. Check it out. There's three of them up there, December, January, February. On the first day of every month, they publish a new column about aging in some some manner or form it's humor you're not gonna yeah, there's not gonna be any sobbing i mean you're not gonna be touched <laughs> you know what i'm saying but anyway no new jeffs.substack.com also if you want to call into the hotline and be a part of a future show the number 570-290-8151 
give us a call 24 hours a day. Ask a question, make a comment, suggestion, whatever. Just give me a call. Be a part of a future show. And if you didn't have pen and paper and you weren't able to write any of this shit down, don't despair. There is a website with all the information listed there for you. And that's surfreportpod.com. Expanded show notes, photographs, links, all the stuff. It's a pretty good website. It's, a, it's, for, the, it's for the podcast. Surfreportpod.com. Now we're at the end of this thing. Hope you guys are in are having a great day. I am. I'm having a pretty good day. I, I, we were dusting and vacuuming. Now I've got a little, a, a little wheezy. Kind of wheezy now. <laughs> like wheezy from the, the from the Jeffersons. All right. We're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. I appreciate it. I will be back. God. Some kind of rubber lip, some bitch. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back on Monday over on the main network. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Beep.